This is Shimon Newbord with Hilchah Shkita, the laws of Shkita, chapter 14, the final chapter in these halochas and the final chapter in Sefer Kedusha. This chapter contains 16 halochas. In this chapter, the Rambam continues uh, learning mitzvahs, which are the responsibility, usually, of the shoichet, even though they are not directly part of the uh, mitzvah of Shrita. In this chapter, we will discuss specifically the mitzvah of covering the blood after the Shrita. Halokha Aleph, mitzvah sasei, there is a positive mitzvah, lechaseis dam shritas chaya to cover up the blood that is spilled during the Shrita of a kosher chaya or oif tohar or a kosher bird shenemar because the Torah says ashe yotzud tzeid chaya someone who will capture a chaya or oif or a bird ashe yeyochel which is edible which one may eat that is a kosher chaya or a bird v'shofach es damai he will spill its blood v'kisahu be'ofar he shall cover it with dirt lefichach Therefore, since this is a positive mitzvah, even though it is not something that one is required to do, like tefillin, tefillin one must put on every day, but covering the blood is not a mitzvah that one is required to do only if he does shchita, and the shchita is done on a kosher chaya or a kosher bird, only then is he required to cover the blood. Nevertheless, since it is a positive mitzvah, he must make a bracha before he covers the blood. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the world, who has made us holy through his mitzvahs, he has commanded us al uh, uh, concerning the covering of the blood. Uh, the covering of the blood, unlike what we learned in the previous chapter concerning sending away the mother bird, covering the blood applies both to domesticated animals that are already in his possession, or birds, or those that are not already in his possession. The only reason that the Torah specifies that he will capture them, because the Torah discusses what is the usual thing, and birds and Chayis are not usually already in his possession, he first has to capture them. But in fact, even if they are already in his possession, he still has to cover the blood. V'noyeg bechulin, this mitzvah applies to unconsecrated animals and birds. V'loy b'mugdoshin, but not the consecrated ones, which are sacrifices or which belong to the Beis HaMikdash. Ben kochim is both sacrifices, those animals or birds, well, animals cannot be sacrificed on the Beis HaMikdash, uh, on the Mizbeach. But pigeons and doves can be sacrificed on the Mizbeach, Beikochi Bedek Habayis, or uh, those that have been consecrated simply as a donation to the Beis HaMikdash to be used for their monetary value. In all of these cases, if they're consecrated, he need not... Uh, 
cover their blood if he transgresses the laws that apply to consecrated property and he slaughters them he is not required to cover their blood if he already slaughtered the chaya or the bird and thereafter he consecrated them, the meat, that is, to the Beis HaMikdash, or Higdishes Haddam, or he consecrated the blood, Chayav Lachasis, he is required to cover the blood, because the mitzvah of covering the blood, it fell upon him at the time of the Shechita, Haloch Edalit, Kilayim, Habom, Ebehema V'chaya, a crossbreed, a hybrid animal that comes from parents, one of which is a behema and one is a chaya, v'chein berya, or some species of animal, she'isofik behema or chaya, in which we are in doubt as to whether this is a behema or a chaya, tzarech lechaseis, since this is a, a law required by the Torah, the covering of the blood, so in cases of doubt, the rule is sofik diaraisa lechumra, a doubt concerning a law of the Torah has to be treated strictly, therefore he must cover the blood. But because there's a doubt here, he does not recite the bracha. If one slaughters a bird or a chaya for a sick person on Shabbos, under the conditions which we, learn, which we learned in Hilchas Shabbos, where it is permissible, he must cover the blood after Shabbos because since the covering of the blood it has nothing to do here with the uh, danger to life it does not supersede the Shabbos and he does it after Shabbos similarly one who slaughters on Yom Tiv, where he may cover the blood but if he slaughters an animal where we are in doubt as to whether it is a behema or chaya, or it's an animal that is a hybrid between a behema and a chaya. In this case, since there's a doubt as to whether he has to uh, cover the blood, he covers the blood after yomtiv. If one slaughters many birds or many kinds of uh, chaya or, or both together all in one place he makes one bracha recites one bracha for all the bloods and after he has spilled all the blood he can cover them all at once in one, at one time he did not cover each individual blood separately if blood was mixed with water and it's no longer there by itself. If the mixture still looks like blood, he is still required to cover it. And if not potter, he no longer has to cover it because there is no longer blood here. If the blood was mixed with wine, red wine, or with blood of a behema, here you cannot tell, since the whole thing looks like blood, you cannot tell. Uh, whether the original blood is here then we imagine that the uh, wine or the blood of the behema were water if this were water then if 
the blood that does, of the behavior or the wine were to be water and the blood that requires covering mixed with this amount of water would still look like blood then he has to cover it but if not if there is so much wine or so much other blood that if this were water the blood requiring covering would be so diluted that you wouldn't see it, then Potter, then he does not have to cover this mixture. If he covers the blood and it becomes uncovered again, uh, that is, uh, someone removes the covering, or the wind blows it away. He does not have to cover it a second time. If he didn't cover it, but the wind blew some earth over it and covered it, he does not have to cover it since it's already covered. If it became uncovered after the wind covered it, now he has to cover it because he did not cover it, and in fact, it is uncovered. Halocheches, dam hanitas, blood which splashes away during the shechita. That is, it did not uh, spurt out from the incision, but it uh, from the incision onto the ground, but it spurted onto the knife and splashed off the knife onto the ground. Vishal hasakin and blood that is still on the knife. If ancient dam elahu, if there is no other blood but that, chayav lechases, he must cover that. But if there is other blood that spilled on the ground and he covers that, then this blood that splashed away or that's on the knife need not be covered. If he slaughtered the bird or the chaya, and the, before he could cover the blood, the blood was absorbed into the ground, if he can still see a stain on the ground, and he can still tell where the blood was, he has to cover it. And if not, this is considered covered as if the wind had covered it, he need no longer cover it. He is not required to cover the blood unless the blood was spilled during a shechita which permits the meat to be eaten. Because the Torah specifies which one can eat. Therefore, if one slaughters the uh, bird or the chaya and he finds afterwards that it is treifa or he slaughters unconsecrated uh, birds in the uh, courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash where it is forbidden or he slaughters a chaya or a bird which had killed somebody, uh, some human being and they have already been judged in Besden to be put to death by stoning or one who slaughters and the shechita is not pr- done properly and it became the vela while he slaughtered Potter in all these cases since the meat is not permitted to be eaten by this shita, he is not required to cover the blood. Similarly, an idiot 
or a deaf mute or a child under bar mitzvah who slaughtered by themselves without someone else watching them, and the shechita therefore is nevela pturim milachaseis dam shechitasa. When is not required to cover the blood that was spilled during their shechita. Now, in cases where one is required to cover the blood, with what materials may one cover the blood? Besid, with plaster, obegafsis, and the residue that is left after olives have uh, had their oil pressed out, bezevel dak, uh, finely... Uh, powdered uh, dried manure ubechoyldak uh, f- uh, fine sand what do we mean by fine uh, someone who uses this sand to make pottery does not have to uh, pound on it and pulverize it anymore it's already fine enough to be used for that ubeshikas avonim and uh, ground up stones becharoshim and uh, ground up uh, lumber and a residue that uh, falls out of flax while it's being worked into linen if it's fine and sawdust that falls off when a carpenter saws on wood if it's fine bricks and uh, various uh, kinds of pottery and clay that have been dried, shakocha, and uh, they were uh, powdered, kol elu min ofahem. All of these are considered kinds of earth or dirt, and they can be used for covering the blood. Avalim kofa olav kli, if however he takes a utensil or a container and turns it over on top of the blood, or he covers it with whole stones, not powder of stones, kisui. This is not a valid covering, shenema because it requires dirt, and these things are not dirt or dust, these are whole utensils or stones. Therefore, one cannot cover the blood with coarse dried manure, or coarse sand, or coarse flour, or Bran or morson or the uh, thick bran, the chaff that comes off the wheat, or shikas clay matches, or the dust that is made, the powder that is made by filing down metal utensils, lafisha ain't able mean offer, because none of these are kinds of dirt or dust. Only gold, if it was filed down to a powder, this is the only metal that can be used for covering blood. Because gold is called dirt or dust. Because uh, there is a posuk in Eov that says, He has dust of gold. And also in Devarim, there is a posuk that the golden cat was ground down until it was fine, uh, ground into a fine dust. And therefore, since the ground down gold is considered dust, it can be used for covering the blood. One can uh, cover the blood with a black substance, which is the soot that comes out from a furnace, and this is used for coloring things black. It can also be used for covering the blood, and a kind of a uh, 
mud or clay that is blue and it's used for painting the eyes, if this is powdered it can be used for covering the blood. Ubenikras psilim, a dust that's removed from the mill, from between the millstones after, ground is, after flour is ground, there is a worthless dust that's left there from the chaff. Uh, this can be used. Ubeifer and ashes can be used. Beinefer eitzim, either ashes of burnt wood, beinefer begodim, or ashes of burnt cloth. Afilu eifer bosashen israf, even ashes of flesh, of meat that has been burned. Shaharei kosov, because uh, this is called also dust because the Torah speaking of the uh, para aduma speaking of the red cow that is burnt and used for purification of people who were tummy for t- uh, because of dead bodies uh, it says, He shall take some of the dust of the uh, burnt sacrifice, and uh, since the ashes are called uh, dust here in this posseh, they can be used for covering the blood. It is also permitted to use the ashes of a uh, city, which is an Irhani Dachas, as we learned in Hilchas Avidas Kichavim, if the majority of the inhabitants of a city were convicted of idol worship, they are put to death, and the entire city is burned to the ground, uh, even though the ashes are forbidden to be used in any manner, one may not derive any personal benefit from it, but here they may be used for this mitzvah, for this mitzvah, because the rule is mitzvah, lovely honis nitnu, the uh, fulfillment of a mitzvah is not uh, to be considered as a personal benefit and therefore he, since he does not derive personal benefit here he, he, mean, he merely does a mitzvah it may be used one who slaughters and has to cover the blood he must do it in a twofold operation first he must put earth underneath and thereafter he has to slaughter uh, over this earth so that the blood drips down onto earth which is underneath it and thereafter he covers it with uh, earth on top but he should not slaughter into a container and after the blood is in a container he, can, he covers it with dirt this he may not do unless there is first earth underneath the one who does the shechita, the one who slaughters, he is the one who should cover the blood, even though these are two separate mitzvahs. Because the Torah says, He shall cover it with earth. That is, the one who does the shrita, he covers it. However, it is in fact a separate mitzvah, and therefore, even though the mitzvah falls on the one who did the shrita, if he did not cover it, and someone else sees this, this other person is now required to cover it. Shazu mitzvah b'fnei atzma. Uh, because this is a separate mitzvah and this does not uh, fall solely and exclusively on the sheikhet the sheikhet has a preference here to this mitzvah but if the sheikhet does not fulfill his mitzvah someone else is required to fulfill it and in fact uh, 
when we shecht the kaporis Erev Yom Kippur, it is the custom, in order for everyone to have an extra mitzvah that he does before Yom Kippur comes along, it is the custom that the sheikhid does not cover the blood, but each person who brings his uh, rooster to the sheikhid for shechita, uh, he takes some dirt and covers the blood by himself, so that every person can get in an extra mitzvah before Yom Kippur. However, in the ordinary case, the mitzvah belongs to the sheikhit to the extent that we will learn in Hilchis Choyvelu Mazik that if the sheikhit performs the shechita and before he has an opportunity to cover the blood, someone else comes along and takes the mitzvah away from him and covers the blood instead of him, that person will be made to pay a fine since he has deprived the sheikhit of his mitzvah. When one covers the blood, he should not kick the earth onto it with his foot. He should do it with his hand, or he should move the earth onto it with the knife, or use some other utensil to move the earth onto it. He should not do it in an undignified manner by kicking the earth on it, so that he shall not do something undignified to this mitzvah, and he will come into the habit of treating mitzvahs in an undignified manner. Even though here the mitzvah itself is not a dignified mitzvah, it's blood, which he cannot use for anything else, and it's dirt that he's covering it with, the mitzvah itself has no dignity to it. Because the honor and dignity that is given to mitzvahs is not to the physical thing with which the mitzvah is done. Glory and honor and dignity is given to the one, blessed be he, who has commanded us to do this mitzvah. And by commanding us to do this mitzvah, he has saved us and preserved us from walking around and feeling our way in the darkness, someone who is in the dark or who is blind cannot see where he's going. He has to feel around and wander around and doesn't know where to go. But if he has a light shining, he is able to see where he is going. So God has given us the Torah and the mitzvahs as a light for us to see where we are going and we need not wander about in the darkness. And he has prepared for us a candle, a light, to straighten out roads which would otherwise be crooked, if one walks on a crooked road in the darkness, he wanders off the road because he doesn't see where the road twists and turns but if there is light shining he can see where the road turns and he can turn with it and he has also given us the light to light up the even the straight paths where one could go on the path, but he has to first know which way the path is heading, and he, there is light here so he can see where the path is heading. The mitzvahs are a light to show us where to go, v'cheinu omer, and so there is a posik in Tilim which says, Neir your words are a candle to my feet, and they are a light to my path, showing me the path on which I should go. Berich rachmona desayan, blessed is all mercy. 
merciful God who has helped us to reach this point of the conclusion of Hilchis Shkita and the conclusion of the whole Sefer Kiddusha. Please be with us again tomorrow when we will begin Sefer Hafloa, the book of verbal declarations with Hilchis Shvuas, the laws of oaths and swearing.